Hey, how's it going? I am Andy Jones, and this is episode 92 of the Photography Side Hustle podcast. Now, last year I mentioned that Canon had stopped licensing its technology to third-party lens makers like Sigma, Tamron, Takina, many others. Well, it seems that Nikon is going to be following in Canon's footsteps. Now, I read this, they said it's a rumor, but another place I read it was happening. So it seems that Nikon, too, are going to be restricting who can make lenses that work on their new mirrorless camera bodies. They are allowing lens manufacturers to make lenses that don't compete with Nikon's own lenses. That means you won't see third-party lenses with focal lengths like 70 to 200 or 24 to 70 in f4 or f2.8 apertures, which is a shame. It's a real shame. There always used to be cheaper options. Now, there's nothing wrong with Nikon's lenses. They're incredibly good quality, but some people just like to shoot cheaper lenses, and some actually do like to shoot Sigma or Tamron. Everybody has favorites, so it's a real shame. Now, hopefully, Fujifilm and Sony don't do the same. In fact, if Sony decided to stop dealing with other camera manufacturers, Nikon would be out of business because Nikon uses Sony sensors. So let's hope for Nikon's sake that Sony don't pull the plug on them, which I'm sure they won't, but you never know. So if you want to upgrade to a mirrorless system for Nikon or Canon and you still want to use your Sigma lenses, you're going to need to buy an adapter and use your current lenses, your current Sigma lenses or Tamron or whatever mate you've got, and you'll be able to use them on the new mirrorless body with this adapter, which is going to save you thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay, this week's episode is the network effect. Now, it was going to be called the network effect, expanding your reach in photography, but I thought it was a little bit too artsy-fartsy, and I just went with the network effect. Okay, to have a strong and long-lasting business, you need a strong network. You might be thinking, because you're shooting part-time, this doesn't apply to you. Well, it does. The only difference between you and a full-time pro is the amount of time you spend doing it. In fact, some photographers earn full-time money from part-time hours, and they still call themselves a full-time pro. So you really need to set up a network of some kind. Now, having a good network is going to give you stability. So let's have a look at how to build your network. We'll start with vendors. Now, networking with vendors related to your photography niche is a biggie. It is huge. I'll give you some examples of how it can work for you. Now, let's have a look at wedding photography. If you shoot weddings, the vendors you need to network with are wedding planners, jewelers, officiants, venue managers or owners, Uh, videographers, florists, DJs, bridal boutiques for the dresses and suits for the guys and that kind of thing, limo services, venue decorators, and even the baker that makes the cake. All these people need from you are photos from the wedding so that they can show their work. Now, these photos are not for the happy couple. These are extra images that you're going to take of, say, the cake for the baker. Now, obviously, the couple are still going to get a picture of the cake, but you're going to get a nice picture of the cake or multiple pictures of the cake, and you're going to give them to the baker, or you're going to take images of the hall for the decorators when it's all decorated and ready to go before people get there, or even pictures of the venue for the owner, and they are going to use these images on their website or for advertising. 
Now, when you give the photos to these people, make sure that they credit you for the images. That is, they're going to put your name under the photo on the website, or you could even put your logo on the image just to make sure. When you meet them, ask for some of their business cards and give them some of yours in return. You help promote them, they help promote you. And they're really going to try to promote you because you've given them some nice pictures of the cake. Now, if I was shooting weddings again, which would never happen, there's more chance of me becoming an Olympic gymnast than ever shooting another wedding. But anyway, if I was shooting weddings again, I would set up a new website that's totally separate from my photography website. And it would be for promoting all the different vendors for weddings in that area. Now, the vendors only get to be on the website if they promote me on their website. There's no charge for it. It's totally free. And I would make an ad graphic of my business that they can put on their website solely for the purpose of promoting me. Now, if they don't do that, they don't get on this website. And all they've got to do is put your ad on their website. Now, imagine having 30 vendors. Now, I'm sure in your area, in this area where I live, there's probably 50, 60 different vendors. But just imagine having just 30 vendors on your site and your ad is on 30 vendor websites. Your little advertisement is popping up on their website, 30 different places. Now that is networking. It's actually, it's leverage. You have leveraged your talent in making a website, which is not difficult, just a basic website. You're leveraging free ads to get your name out there. That's good networking and great leverage. Now let's have a look at some other types of photography. Now pet photography. The vendors you need to network there are groomers, pet stores, breeders, cat and dog breeders, boarding kennels, and especially vets. It's all very similar to wedding vendors. You offer them something in exchange for promotion, and that could be offering a discount photo shoot if customers spend over a certain amount in their store. At the vets, it could be give a $10 donation to a pet charity that the vet has on their counter and you get a free 8x10 print if they have a a cat or a dog photo shoot. As long as both parties gain from networking, it's all good. Pet stores are very easy to work with on this kind of thing. I did one when I had my studio for dog portraits and I can't remember the exact amount, but I gave free 8x10 and two 5x7s from a photo shoot If they spent over, I think it was $100 in the pet store. It might have been less at the time. It's quite a few years ago. The owner loved it because people would be like $5 short and they would go back into the store and pick something up cheap. They'd get some dog treats just to go over so that they could get a discounted photo shoot with me. Everything worked great. They won, I won. Now for other businesses, I guess you can use it with any kind of business. If you shoot portraits, there's no one type of business that you have to work with. It could be the local grocery store, spend, you know, over X amount of money, get a a free eight by 10 or maybe $50 off a photo shoot or whatever you want to offer. But it could be the grocery store. It could be a kid's clothing store. As long as both parties gain from networking, again, it's all good. Now let's look at networking with other photographers. Well, you might think connecting with other photographers is a bit pointless. Well, I used to think the same way. I was in a camera store many years ago and I had a chat with a local wedding photographer. I told him that I was just starting out in wedding photography 
we had a good chat. He was telling me a few things. I was, I think I was buying a lens and he was telling me it was a good lens. Anyway, the next year I had a couple that wanted to book me, but I couldn't book them because I was already booked up. So I gave the guy a call and said, do you have a vacancy on this day? And I sent the couple over to see him. He thanked me for it. And a few months later, he did the same for me. He called me. He had a couple that he couldn't take pictures of and I got them. Now, if I hadn't had the chat with him in the first place, none of this would have happened. Both of us would have not been able to shoot a couple. But because we had the chat, I gave him the people that I couldn't do and he gave me the couple that he couldn't do. And we both made money of it just from having a chat and knowing each other and thinking they were decent people. So that is just basic networking, talking to someone. Now, another way to do it is attending workshops organized by other photographers to connect with the other people and learn new techniques is a good way to go. Now, you might have to travel to go to some of these workshops, but it's well worth it. There's a lot of very good photographers out there that put courses on. Learning how top photographers work and being taught the techniques that they use can really move your business forward. It isn't just learning that's important at the workshop. It's the other attendees that you become friends with. Being able later on, because you met these people, you can contact them and ask advice. And that is priceless. You can't, you just can't get that by sitting at home looking at your computer screen all the time. Another way of networking, consider starting a mastermind group with other photographers. Meet online once a month using Zoom and work through everybody's problems. You can even get, get feedback on your work or your website and you do it so that everyone has to tell the truth. No glossing over and being nice. Just say what you think. And the great thing about a mastermind group is you can hold each other accountable. And that is a great thing when you're in business. When you meet up for your next meeting a month later and the month before you said you were going to do A, B and C and the rest of them say, so did you do it? And you, uh, yeah, well, I did B. You know, nah. No, you're going to do it because people are holding you accountable. Another way of networking, social media. Join Facebook groups for photographers, especially for your genre of photography. I know a perfect one for you. I do. I'll put a link in the show notes for you. You could also use Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn to find other photographers with similar businesses. Having contact with your peers gives you a safety net. Trying to figure everything out on your own can be really frustrating. Other photographers can give you answers really quickly and just when you need it. It's no good just going on a general photography Facebook group and saying, how do I do this? You're going to get 70 different answers from people that really don't know. But if you're linking with people in your type of photography that do the same thing as you and you ask a question, you'll get quick answers and they'll be to the point. Now, the next way of networking is industry professionals. Now, consider joining a professional photography organization such as the Professional Photographers of America, the PPA, or the Wedding and Portrait Photographers International. I almost joined that once. Almost, I didn't. Or any local organization. It allows you to stay up to date with your industry. Going to conferences put on by these organizations can be very helpful. Some of the speakers can really change the way you approach your work. General photography conferences 
are also well worth going to. This is where you can talk to the guys from all the major manufacturers like Canon, Sony and Nikon, if they're still around the way they're going. Uh, software companies, large photography dealers, they're all there. And they also have speakers covering pretty much every aspect of the industry. So general photography conferences are excellent. If you're looking to buy equipment, it might be worth waiting for a conference because you can get some amazing deals when they're on. And now that COVID, fingers crossed, seems to be on the decline, I'm expecting to see more conferences this year. Hopefully there's some near me and I can go. I really enjoy them. Okay, so I want you to think about all the ways you can network. However you do it, you'll gain by learning new techniques, having a network of friends that you can rely on and ask questions, and a network of vendors promoting your business for you, as well as you promoting them. Without a network, you're all on your own. So work on expanding your business by networking. Right, I think that's enough for this episode. I hope you found it useful. If you need help with anything, you can use Facebook Messenger to contact me or post in the Facebook group. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It's normally way within 24 hours, but I'm more than willing to help you, so go for it while you can. Okay, I'll be back next week. Talk to you soon. Bye.